Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. RNZ National, that was Dr. Ian Griffin, and this is the call of the North Island Dottrell, which is a funny old bird. Uh, it's been a tough breeding season for them. They are our native shorebirds. There are only 2,500 left in the wild, fewer than some species of kiwi, in fact, but up north of Auckland on the Hibiscus Coast, the community are putting in extra vigilance to look after the dotrels with a growing planned platoon, I should say, of dotrel minders. I'm joined now by two people who are involved in this cause, Forest and Birds, Jenny Hanwell and volunteer Derek. Hello to you both. Hello. Hello. That was beautiful. I knew that there was going to be a chorus there from you two as well. Derek, let me, um, <laughs> let me start with you. Please explain for us. What's a dotrel minder, please? Uh, dotrel minder? Um... Someone who, who uh, is very interested in in the birds' conservation front point, um, and what we do is uh, patrol the beach where we uh, we have dotrels, uh, and basically looking after their welfare as much as we can. Um, one of the biggest problems we have is with uh, with dogs, um, mm-hmm. uncontrolled dogs, which will actually chase them, um, and and obviously could do damage. Um, and we we have. Um, uh, a restriction on dogs on the beaches during the summer months here in Auckland. Um, and another thing that we take on is just gently reminding people that are breaking the curfew that um, that the curfew exists and they shouldn't be on the beach with their dogs. And so basically we're, we're, we're just looking after the welfare of the birds as much as we can. And how, doing what we can how long have you, for, for how long have you been minding doctoral, Derek? Um, it's almost permanent, to be honest. We, we've been doing it now. Um, the first pair we discovered on on our beach at Big Manly were, were three seasons ago, mm-hmm. um, and they're, they're permanent on the beach. They that the, the beach is their home. Uh, they uh, are struggling more and more because there are fewer and fewer habitats for them naturally, and so we we um, try and do our bit to um, make sure that they're. Not frightened away from the beach because we want them to stay there and and uh, and continue to breed as they've done in the past. So it's a permanent twelve year, twelve months of the year. We, we've always two or three times in a week, mm-hmm. we'll we'll walk the beach and just check that the birds are still present and that they're okay. Ginny, let's let's go to you. Um, t- tell me a bit about the dotrel and why the dotrel population in Aotearoa is so low. So dotrels have really um, suffered from a loss of habitat over the years, um, but also particularly around um, this high risk from predators. So uh, dotrels nest on the ground. Um, so they nest on beaches uh, and sort of grasslands, and they also will nest even on building sites. Um, but their most common place is on our beaches, and their nest is simply a scrape in the sand 
three eggs in it that look exactly like pebbles. So they're just really vulnerable to disturbance and predation um, by our usual predators like rats and stoats, uh, but also um, by by uh, cats, both domestic and, and feral cats as well. Um, hedgehogs are also a particular threat to the dotterels. And unfortunately, last year, um, we did lose a, a nest to hedgehog predation mm. um, as well. So, but often one of the challenges now is that um, our birds are having fewer and fewer places with adequate predator control, but where they also don't get too dis- too much disturbance from humans. Right. Um, so what we're finding here on Fongaparoa is they've be- they're very... Um, you know, they're very active on our very urban beaches. And what's going to be really important um, for this population to continue to recover, as it is through conservation efforts, is people being able to share their space with these birds and being able to enjoy them. And that's something that the the Big Manly and Tyndall's doctoral group that Derek leads does really well. They're fantastic at spreading the word and and sharing the story of these wonderful birds because they really are gorgeous little things. Mm. I understand too that, um, Jenny, that it's been a pretty tough breeding season. Um, yeah, it has at, um, at Big Manly and Tyndall's, which is the um, which are the beaches where um, Derek and I are particularly involved. Um, last year it was challenging, but we were fortunate enough to see um, one of our pairs raise two chicks. Um, this year, unfortunately, there've been the two pairs that we we mined have had several attempts at nesting, um, but have been unsuccessful each time. Um, fortunately, close by though, at um, Shakespeare Open Sanctuary and at Wyware Estuary, where it's our two nearest doctoral mining groups, um, they've actually been um, pretty successful this year. But again, it's been really dependent, even in Shakespeare, on volunteers giving their time and helping to protect these special little birds. But I think Derek's probably a good person to tell you about the story of the breeding season at Big Manly. Um, yeah. He's been keeping track of everything, every single nest. Derek, yeah. p- p- uh, pick it up, the tag team. Yeah, we have two pairs, um, and each of the two pairs have had three nests this year, um, and all three, all six nests have failed um, due to predation uh, on a, in a couple of occasions, uh, due to dottles being, uh, as we nickname them, dotty, because sometimes they will lay eggs in the most ridiculous places, and they have absolutely no uh, opportunity, no chance whatsoever of surviving and or uh, sitting the the eggs. Um, That's because of the tides, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The tide is the problem that they'll they'll uh, make a nest below the tide line, and so immediately it's going to get washed away. Uh, we can move them. We we we. I personally and, and Neil, uh, another one of our volunteers, have been trained. We can actually move a nest, but very little distance and very slowly. We can move it in a metre and hope that the birds will go back to it. But it's um, it's always a little bit on the borderline. But they are very persistent. The, the, the one pair that we were successful with last year, actually their third nest was round on Tyndall's Beach when we've not seen them there before. Mm-hmm. It was a perfect spot to nest. They only laid one egg because it was their third time this year. Okay. Um, normally, the um, the incubation period for uh, the eggs is 28 to 33 days. They sat that one egg for 55 days before they gave up on it. 
it just shows the persistence of, and the of the, the the birds have in in trying to get their their eggs uh, into chicks. Mm. Fifty five days is absolutely out of this world, really. Herculean. But we we were there. We checked them every day, and they were still there, still doing their shifts. That the the female usually sits on the egg during the day, and the male overnight. Um, and they were swapping over all the, um, all the time for fifty five days. So, Co-parenting. Um, nice. Yeah. yeah. Now, those are the sort of problems that we we come up with. Unfortunately, mm. um, predation and and disturbance from dogs and and humans is our big problem because it is such a popular beach. Indeed. Uh, yeah. And we've got to teach people how, how to share it. It's an awareness thing, isn't it? Yeah. Jenny, we've uh, we've got about a minute left. Um, just quickly, how can people get involved? How can they themselves earn the illustrious title of doctoral minder? <laughs> well, there's um, there's an increasing number of doctoral minder groups all around the country, and in Auckland in particular, um, groups are supported by Auckland Council and the Department of Conservation, as well as. Um, organisations like us at Forest and Bird um, and various other local conservation groups as well. So there's a lot of support out there for people that really care about doctorals. Um, so take a look online. There's a list on the DOC website. Contact your local council um, and just see whether there's doctoral, a doctoral group near you. Uh, although what we found is people are, are just coming across as by chance, really. A yep. lot of our doctoral minders, um, they've just seen us on the beach wanting to know what it's all about, never experienced conservation volunteering before, didn't even know what a doctoral was. And now some of those people are our, our most regular doctoral minders. Um, so it's a great thing to get involved with, meet new friends and, and do something special to Thanks. help these Thanks. birds. Facebook page. If you're if you're living out there, if you're listening in and you're living here on the Hibiscus Coast, go to the Big Manly um, and Tyndall's doctoral page mm-hmm. uh, on Facebook. We've got about 250 followers on there now, all all of whom are, um, will be um, hopefully listening into this, yeah, uh, or dialing in and and, and listening in great another stuff. time. It's great stuff. Jenny Hanwell it's and Derek, thanks, right there, that, that thanks so much for your time. I'm terribly sorry, Derek. We've we've got to let you go there to get to our next story, but yeah, we will okay. also we will definitely chuck a link up uh, on our site on the RNZ website as well. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over twenty years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.